go. Hold up. Okay. Everything should be uh, square. Oh, I didn't turn this lamp on. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Jaden Knows Nothing. Ah, yes, I'm back. Well, frankly, it actually wasn't too long since I last recorded. Honestly, less than 24 hours. Because um, yesterday I recorded out of out of passion, out of pure. It wasn't excitement, if we're being honest. It was. It wasn't angst. Rage, maybe. Uh, yeah, you guys be the um, teller, but I don't. I feel like I did get mad, but it was mad for the right reasons. Okay, so yesterday, the day that I li- I'm living in right now, which is yesterday, yesterday. PNB Rock was shot and killed. And then I recorded the episode because it just made me feel some type of way that another rapper died because of his jewelry. And again, social media blamed something so minuscule. You like that word, minuscule? Yeah. Such as posting their location. And then I, um, I didn't lose my shit, if we're being honest. I just, Said what I felt needed to be said at the moment. Give me one second. Fred's been talking to me real quick. <laughs> Sometimes I do be forgetting how funny I am, though. <laughs> I really do. At least in like a level of like, if you know me, you'd probably enjoy my jokes. I'm mean, yeah, like I, like I said, the people around me enjoy my jokes, so I'm happy about that. But yeah, here I am again because I um in recording yesterday's episode I, w- I had to go on Twitter, the 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 hell of the internet, the <laughs> that little, Twitter's like that soggy bun, you know? Just, Twitter is a soggy bun. That that's all it is. It's disgusting. It frankly shouldn't exist anymore. But it still does. And people are still actively on it. I should probably build a Lego set because I haven't built one in ages. But no Lego set has like came to me and spoke to me and said, "Build me, build me, build me." The last one I built was um was a bonsai tree. I didn't build it on camera, but I built it, and then it broke because I was um see I had it next to my bed on my nightstand. To give y'all a rundown of how my my room is set up, I guess. So I had it on next to my bed and on my nightstand, which is next to my trash can. So when I was fucking around, I was like shooting paper balls into the trash can, writing and shit. And then, you know, you, you miss a couple shots and that's life. But they started to add up more I was hitting the tree. And then just leaves was falling down. And I was like, ah, I'm gonna just take the whole thing off. The, the base of the tree broke. I really don't feel like rebuilding it because it's like rebuilding a Lego set. Building a Lego set in and of itself is pretty easy, but rebuilding it in the middle, like randomly, is pretty hard. I had to do it with, um, let me think, I think it was Batman that I broke in the middle of a fucking episode, and then I had to rebuild it, and then that took an extra 30 minutes, but nonetheless, it got finished. Okay, it's on. But yeah, I don't, I don't feel like rebuilding it. So that one is kind of just sitting in a shoebox, just vibing out, collecting vibes. But yeah, in this episode, like I, like I was saying about me having to be on Twitter yesterday, I really just kind of like realized I don't like it there. Like that's not my preferable website if I'm going to be on social media. Like I was saying, YouTube goes crazy, especially if you're watching Domino's. And I said this earlier, I wasn't going to get back into watching Domino videos, but now that I'm here, might as well throw it on. See, like, just the thing. There's this video, a million Domino's. Best of 2020, 20 minutes long. And I'm going to just have this playing while I'm talking, honestly. Y'all not going to be able to see it, but 
see, they got a creeper. They got a mind. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. Let me let me let me turn this off before I. It might be too late. Let me just finish this last one. Alright, that was it. Okay, I'm done with that. But, oh fuck. Again, there's a, there's a huge problem I personally have with social media. And first of all, let me, let me make this pretty clear that I wasn't going to record an episode off the strength that what I was trying to get accomplished first was to have all my chakras aligned, connected, and awakened. That's the main priority of what I'm doing. So I wasn't really even in the mood to record until yesterday. Until I felt like I had to say something. And now today, I feel like I have to... See, I don't want to say teach something. Because I feel like everyone already like knows that social media isn't good for you. But I feel like a lot of people have a problem detaching themselves from social media, I should say. Like, people like would go on there... People would tweet about wanting to get off Twitter. You get what I'm saying? Or people would make TikToks about getting off TikTok. And I think that is kind of like reverse helping you in a way. Because it's like you're still actively putting your inputs on the platform that you're trying to get off of. You know? Like when if you're addicted to cigarettes, which hopefully none of you guys listening are. But if you're addicted to cigarettes... Most of the time when you say I should quit cigarettes is when you have a cigarette in your fucking hand or when you have a cigarette in your mouth. That's the primary times when you say you want to quit something is when you're doing the thing that you want to quit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're not helping yourself if we're being honest. And then even on the topic of uh, getting lost in apps and just kind of like losing your sense of self by swiping for hours on end that is the most unbeneficial thing in the world I, I can't stress this enough like I've lost hours on YouTube that I'm not getting back and it's like that doesn't I'm not gonna say it doesn't eat me alive but it makes me feel some type of way you know cause there ain't nothing worse than just like Checking the clock and seeing that X amount of time passed and you're still in the same position. Physically, you know, even mentally, you're still in the same position. And that's why, um, that's why I mainly decided to detach myself from all forms of social media. Even, even on YouTube, it's like, uh, I read in one, I think it was Digital Minimalism I read it in. Yeah, it had to be digital because that's the only book about technology and like the internet that I read about. But they were talking about how it's a lot better to have the um, websites and those platforms on your um, laptop. So it's a lot easier to like physically close it to prove that you're done. But when it's on your phone, it's like you might close the app, but you're still on your phone. So you're still holding the source of your addiction, but you're just not on the thing that you're most addicted to. But it's a lot easier to get back on that when you're on your phone. Let me see if TikTok has even a website. Because if it has a website, I might get it. Let me see. Like a working website. Huh? Never mind. I'm not going to get it. Because it has a website, but it's like... See, scary part is TikTok don't even be short. That's the scary part. That motherfuckers be like three minutes. Ugh. Pizza cheesy as hell. I don't like that at all. You fuck around. You watched like two TikToks. You're down five minutes. You know. That's crazy. They even got shortcuts on the keyboard. Yeah. See. No. I don't like this at all. I can only imagine how this feels on the cellular device. Speaking of, I got my, I, um, I got iOS 16 because, um, new phone, I can update it now, you know, like all new iPhone users can do. But yeah, 
I do want to talk about football for a little bit because the season's back on, and I um I'm doing fantasy. I won my first game. I didn't even change the lineup, so I drafted my team, and then that was the team that I took on for the first week because I was like, you know what, this is week one. I feel like they're gonna show out, and they did. Justin Jefferson got me like 40 points. Easy. Let me check officially what happened with that game. But yeah, I was. It got a little. It got a little unchy towards the end. I'm not gonna lie, because I did not believe in Jared Judy. Not not. I didn't believe in Jared Judy. I didn't believe in Russell Wilson. All right. But Josh Jacobs folded the fuck out of me, bro. Oh my god. So did Adam Jones, and like. Those two picks, I thought they were going to be... I thought they was going to take my team to glory, bro. But they did the opposite. Both of them borderline had less than 10 points. And don't even get me started on Kyle Pitts. Because for some odd fucking reason, Lamar Jackson and Trav- and um Patrick Mahomes are the only people that trust their tight ends, apparently. Because Marcus Mariota did not throw it to that nigga more than five times. I stand. He was force feeding it to who on that team? Who fucking on the Falcons? I don't even know. But he was not giving it to Kyle Pitts. Or he was getting doubled like crazy. I didn't watch that game specifically. All I'm looking is at the numbers. And the numbers say two receptions and 19 fucking yards. That man got 19 yards. After a stellar season he had last year. Oh my god. And guess who my backup tight end is? Hunter Henry. Two receptions, 20 yards. Same fucking story. It's like, and the other, I don't like getting players that are on the same team, especially when it comes to like quarterback wide receiver duel. At least not all the time, because if the quarterback is folding, nine times out of ten, the receiver or tight end is folding as well. So let me tell you on my team, I got Lamar Jackson. I've gotten Lamar Jackson consecutively every single time I've done fantasy. Ever since ever since he's been in the league, I've been getting Lamar Jackson. I'm a Ravens fan. It's it's a given for me. I got Aaron Jones. I got Josh Jacobs. Jared Judy. Justin Jefferson. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Edwards-Hilaire. Tua. Antonio Gibson. Chubba Hubbard only because I, I'm i not preying on Christian McCaffrey's injury at all. I love Christian McCaffrey. He's probably my favorite running back second to Saquon. But that man is made of glass. So I got that backup. Like, I was like, this is an easy pick. And then I got... um. Marco Hardman, he's a Chiefs receiver. Tyler Lockett and Hunter Henry. And Justin Tucker, of course. And then my bench. It doesn't not have my Oh, I did say the bench, goddammit. But yeah, next game I'm facing Elgin. I'm thinking this is an easy dub. I am thinking. But who knows? Because Elgin seemed pretty nice, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say what he got because then y'all going to really think I'm going to lose. But let's just say he got Travis Kelsey and Kirk Cousins, which is which is crazy because if Justin Jefferson does good, that means Kirk Cousins doing good too. So I'm going to have to be very wary of that. But yeah, on to week two. I will say this. After watching a majority of the games, Lamar Jackson get a lot of unnecessary slander for doing the same shit that almost every other quarterback in the league is doing right now, which is running the fucking ball. I saw Justin Fields take up, take off and run about five times. I saw um, Jalen Hurts do the same shit. Trey Lance doing the same shit. And it's like Lamar the only one getting that, oh, he going to get hurt, keep running like that. Oh, he can't pass. That man can throw the ball. He's a professional fucking quarterback. He can throw the rock. He had a nice 55-yard bomb on the money. He hit it right in the receiver pocket. If you play football, you know the pocket I'm talking about. That little deep bag right here, he hit it. In stride. That man didn't have to stop. He didn't have to die for it. He got him in stride, got the touchdown. And niggas don't talk about he can't throw. There's just some sort of narrative behind, like, he... I don't want to say black quarterbacks because, like, Russell Wilson get love. And Russell Wilson got slandered after his Monday night game. I ain't going to say that. But it's like, for some reason, y'all just don't fuck with niggas at QB. Y'all don't. And Lamar Jackson, in my head, is still a top five quarterback in the NFL. 
if not top seven, because I'm trying to figure out five quarterbacks better than them. I get Brady, Rogers, Pat. And the struggle begins. Josh Allen, my bad. See, see, Josh. I'm only saying Josh Allen because he came out week one angry. I, I was seeing the way he was zipping that ball. He wants it, so I'm, I'm giving it. I'm giving it to him this year. But any other time, I would have said Lamar. But Josh Allen this time. They, they I'll say they're a toss up. I'm gonna say Josh Allen and Lamar a toss up. And let me think of another quarterback. Hell no, it ain't Ryan Tannehill, no. See, it's it's not a lot of quarterbacks better than Lamar, but yet he still gets the most slander. And that that's just troubling for me. I'm gonna just go down everybody's fantasy team, see if I could Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert go hard. I'm not gonna lie. Justin Herbert goes so fucking hard. I love Justin Herbert. I don't think Joe Burrow's better than Lamar. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. I just think Joe Burrow is white and he's nice. But so is Justin Herbert. But if I'm picking between Justin Herbert and Joe Herbo, Joe, Joe Burrow, I'm going to say Justin Herbert. Strictly because I think he got a slightly better arm. And then Jalen Hurts definitely not better than that nigga. Russell Wilson, I don't think. He, this dude got three quarterbacks? Ugh. He got Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Jalen Hurts, and he started Jalen Hurts. But he he's one to know. We don't let it slide. We don't let it slide. Dak Prescott. I don't think Dak Prescott's better than him. I'm gonna keep it a stack with y'all. I think Dak Prescott got a better old line. He has a better team around him. But I don't think Dak Prescott is better than Lamar. I definitely don't think Kyler Murray's better than Lamar. The way he be scurrying across the field, fuck no. Little short ass nigga. Again, nothing personal to him. I just don't think he's better than Lamar because he can't see over his O-line. And I think that is a very important aspect of the game, especially if you're at quarterback. And I'm not going to lie, I've been watching a lot of um, football videos as well. So <laughs> There is this Jamarcus Russell. The story of Jamarcus Russell is hilarious. I didn't know he was drinking lean until today. And that just makes so much sense because he has a lean belly and he's built like a like a fucking D tackle. This nigga six six like three hundred pounds now probably. He's huge and he was a quarterback. He was the one under center. He wasn't the center. He was under the fucking center. That's crazy to me. But he, but yeah, football's back. Prime time Sunday. I love it. Let me lock in my picks for the Super Bowl now. All biases aside. I don't think the Rams are making it back. That is a guarantee the Rams are not going to make it back. But I'm going to go with the Ravens. <sighs> Just because I like the Ravens. But if it's not going to be the Ravens, I'm going to say the Bills. And then, see, listen, after watching Geno Smith play, I think they're going to make it to the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to go far. So who, who, who do I think the Ravens are going to smoke in the Super Bowl? I will never respect the Cowboys at all. Like, fucking never. In my head, the Cowboys are the most dog shit franchise in the world. They're, they're borderline Celtics in my head. Not because, not because of their former play, but because of their current play. And I, that might be wrong because the Celtics was just in the finals. But my thing with the Celtics, I'm not a Lakers fan, by the way. I'm not. So me hating on the Celtics is just pure me hating on the Celtics. But my thing with the Celtics is all their championships came from one man. If you take away Bill Russell dominating the league, for fucking 12, however, like 12, 13, 14 years straight. I mean, granted, he lost one. I'm not, I'm not mistaken, but he got 11 of them things. So if you take away that, if you take away Bill Russell's championships, they got about five, six. So I respect the Celtics after Bill Russell left because Bill Russell dominating the league is just an anomaly, you know? 
It could have been anyone on that. If it would have been Wilt on that Celtics team, I would have said the same shit. You take away his championships, what are the Celtics? They got about five, six of them things. And to me, that's not respectable. But I'm a Bulls fan, though, so take it how take it how you get it. I'm kind of, I kind of have to hate on them niggas. But the Lakers don't got that same story in my head. The Lakers kind of like kept on building with past pieces, you know. They who did they start off? Was it Kareem? No, Kareem was not. Uh, who was Jerry? Yeah, it was Jerry and Kareem, I think. I'm pretty. I'm I'm just gonna go with Jerry and Kareem. But them two was holding it down for a good minute there. I'm sorry. I didn't get much sleep last night. And you want to know why? Because I was on Twitter like a fucking dumbass. And this is why I say this shit's not good for you boys, bruh. Or you girls, or whoever the fuck tuning. But I was on Twitter last night for like an hour. Which for me just felt like an unnecessary long amount of time. Because as I was scrolling, I was like, damn... Y'all niggas funny as hell, but y'all gotta get off this app, man. Y'all gotta get off this app. Because there's just so many poor takes coming through. Especially in the wake of PNB Rock's death. I'm gonna say this again, and I'm not, I'm gonna try to not say this as many times as I said it in last week's episode, but it wasn't his girlfriend's fault for posting the location. It truly wasn't. If you think it is her fault, you need to see a doctor. Because the real world is not a fucking war zone. Yeah, parts of LA might be a little war zone-ish. But the real world isn't. You can't base everything off a couple cities, okay? You truly can't. Like, most of the time... You can post your location, even if you are a celebrity you could, or a rapper. You could post your location and leave or finish what you're doing and be fine. The problem was that it was in L.A. And the problem of where that location was. It wasn't the fact that she posted the location. Because if you think that is the case, just stop being a fucking idiot. It literally was just the fact that it was in L.A. That's it. And you could say that, oh, she should not post it. She should have waited till I left. That's debatable, you know, because if it would feel weird if you take the picture and, like, not post it in that moment. I, I'm pretty sure I said that, but that that feels weird if you do that, do it that way. But all in all, rest in peace again. And truly just rest in, rest in peace to all the other rappers that have passed in, like, the past. In my lifetime, honestly. And just in general. Because I understand that they are making the music and they are most likely living that life. But when they make it out, it's just that sense of hope. You know, that 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 they are entering a different phase in their life where they don't have to carry a um, weapon on them at all times or um, walk with their head on a swivel, you know. But that also comes with being a black man in America. So, there's a lot of layers to the issue here. But none of them are getting solved with extra gun violence. And that, that goes on both sides. I'm, I'm talking to white people that shoot up schools as well. Or whatever race you think primarily shoots up schools, even though statistics say it's primarily white people. But hey, teach them. And I, I don't even like talking about school shootings because... They're very weird to me. Because I remember there's still like the section of people that blame video games for it. And I'm sitting here thinking, I've never played a video game where the mission was to enter a school with a weapon. I think the wildest mission I've ever played in a video game is the airport mission. I think it was MW3. That's probably the wildest mission I've ever played. And even then... They kind of like settled it down. And they were like, okay, from now on, in every single mission, we're going to give the enemies a chance to fight back. And that's literally all I care about when it comes to things like that, you know? Because if you really, if you're, um, 
see, I don't even want to try and dive into the mind of a school shooter. But let's say, let's say I do that, right? In my head, I want competition, you know? I hated getting free kills in Call of Duty. It was too fucking easy. Go try and shoot up an army base, see how far you get. You know what I'm saying? Go go to your local militia. Try and make some shake over there. See see how far you get. Get your ammunition. Get your get your vest. Niggas get vested up to go into elementary schools. Like that's fucking crazy. It's 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 mental. And then they and then they do it and then they get fucking bottles of water fed, given to them after that. Like they like they did something successful. Like they just ran a marathon. Oh, you want a bottle of water? You a little thirsty, my man? Like fuck no, bro. Why are you, why are cops like this? And it's back to what happened to me yesterday when I was walking around my neighborhood and the cops out here spinning the block on me. Like, bro, I didn't... I'm walking my dog, dude. And they got out here making eye contact with me, acting like I'm doing up to no good, bro. Like, what is up with cops and just, like, trying to have a villain, you know? Like, not every story has a villain. Sometimes a story just sucks. Or sometimes a story is just a lesson to be taught. You know? There, there, there's no villain in every single fucking story. Not every movie has a main antagonist, I'm, I'm assuming. Some movies just kind of deliver the story, you know? Because I'm trying like... I'm not going to lie. I don't... I'm not going to say I don't remember every single movie I watched, but... Some movies are just so shit, and then you watch them in a phase of your life where you're just kind of like blanked out at the screen. And that's kind of my experience with the most of like streaming movies. I just kind of blank out at the screen, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna watch a movie to kill like two hours. And like, that's what social media is to me. At least that's how I see it. I just see it as a way to people to kill time. And I think, um, our goal should stop being to kill time and try and control it. And not even control it in a way that sounds like, wow, just control your usage of your time, you know? Like, if you see you got an hour left to do something, do something productive with that hour in any means or stretch of the imagination. Like, if you're a fucking, I don't know, if you're an artist, try and draw something. Try and paint something. If you're a poet, try and write something. If you're a musician, try and... Practice and tune yourself, you know? There's just so many other things you could be doing besides mindlessly scrolling on social media apps, which are designed to keep you mindlessly scrolling and keep you aware that you're doing it, but not aware enough to stop. And that's what I think the problem most people face nowadays is, that they know it's bad for them, but they just like don't really know how to stop it. It's just something like... Oh, it's in my hand. Let me just swipe a couple times. Let me get into this app. Let me let me lose myself online. And it's like, it's all fun and games until you're sitting there wondering where four hours went. Sitting there wondering when the last time you ate was, you know? And I think, I'm not going to say most people are delusional to this. Because like I said, I think everyone should be aware that social media is bad. Or that there's a lot more negative than good for the most part of it. Like, it's good to be able to connect with people from all means of the earth. But at the same time, it's not. Because I was thinking the other day, like, I personally don't have a problem with Andrew Tate. Like, as a person, I fucking don't. Because I understand that we are all raised differently. We all have our different sets of beliefs. And, those, and the way we was raised really shapes how we are today. I understand that part of it. And I, I understand where he comes from with whatever nonsense he speaks out. But what I don't understand is when you try and combat people for their beliefs and try and change it and then, like, start a dialogue that doesn't need to be started. Sometimes you could just let people have their outlandish beliefs in peace. And I think that's what, as a society, we should have just done with Andrew Tate and them, you know, and just kind of like let them funnel themselves in, let them tunnel their content around each other, because at some point they're going to reach a plateau of who they're like talking to, you know, because it's not like 
people online haven't seen it. If, if you've seen it, you either agree with it or you don't. You pick your side. I don't mind if you agree with it. I don't mind if you don't agree with it. But it's just like you got to understand that everyone has that same opportunity to agree with it and respect them when they don't, you know? Because, like, I'll be damned if I had to hear a nigga try and tell me to treat women like shit or to treat women like objects in this game, you know? And just people in general. It's like, dude, that's not my belief. No matter what you tell me, you're not going to be able to shake that about me. Like, you're just not. When it comes to certain things, it's not like I'm a brick wall about it. But I'm very firm in my core belief system, you know. And one of mine is just like, don't be a dick. And in my head, having 15 girlfriends is a dick move. Because one of them aren't going to be able to stomach the fact that you got 14 other ones, you know. And maybe you might not even be able to stomach that fact either. And I don't like the, um, like, I understand the youth aspect of it. And it's like, oh, people might grow out of their beliefs. Or they just might grow deeper into them. I don't think that gets talked about enough. Like, I used to enjoy watching Sneeko's videos when, um, mainly when he was talking about ADHD and just, like, Adderall and stuff like that. Because I related to that aspect of it. And then I stopped really into his video, so I stopped watching. It was kind of that simple for me, you know. It's not like I watch to hate or I watch to get into online arguments because I very, I very much feel that is pointless. To sit there and put so much energy into a screen or even if you're in the video call with them, put so much energy into just like a phone call that is going absolutely nowhere. Especially in the conversations I've heard with, um, I don't want to say Sneeko especially because, again, this is no way an attack on any specific content person. But it's very prevalent with him that he doesn't listen in the midst of his arguments. He, like, he made it very clear that he tries to predict what people are going to say next. And it's like... I somewhat used to do that as well, but I didn't predict what they were saying. I tried to predict how they were feeling and then base what I'm saying on how they're feeling to make sure I don't amplify their feelings, which in turn would amplify an argument. You get what I'm saying? I know you get what I'm saying. But yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's crazy out there. I think it's getting worse and worse. And I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Because like I said in last week's episode with recording the dead, that is the wildest shit I've ever thought of. I will never, if I see something happen, I'm, I hope, I truly hope nothing ever happens to the point where I'm like physically there to witness it. But I'm, the first thing I'm doing is not pulling out my phone. Like, after I run, I'm calling the cops, and then I'm, like, going to heal. You know, going to heal from the fact that I just saw someone get shot, stabbed, robbed, etc. Like, because the thought that, like, if I would have been, let's say, five steps to the right, that could have been me. If I would have been five steps to the left, that could have been me. That That is the more shaking part of it. Not the fact that, like, not, I mean, not... My first reaction is not to take out my phone and record. That's just it. My first reaction is rarely to ever take out my phone with doing anything, like, at all. Because it's the sense of just, not the sense of, the lack of sense when you're on your phone, you know? It's like, it just blocks a certain process that allows you to truly be yourself in an unfiltered manner in my eyes. Because even when I'm talking to people, I'd slip up and just, like, misspell something or describe something poorly. And it's like, in real in real-time conversation, I would not do that. Of course, I can't misspell a spoken word, but I would have a much better delivery. And you would think 
with um like time to sit there and think over a text message, it would come out a lot better, but that's rarely the case because the brains fire off like and it just keeps going and going and going. It's like let me fire this text off immediately type shit. Let me let me respond or get my point across in the fastest way I can without thinking too heavily about it. And I feel like that's all social media is. It's just your initial thought. And a lot of times, motherfuckers don't need to hear the first thing that pops into your head. Like, not a lot of times. 99% of the time. Even this. I Even when I record, I still try and like have some sort of buffer between the thought that comes up and the thought that I'm speaking. Hmm. Because if this was literally just me, first thing that came to my head every single time, it might get a little wild. Actually, that, it kind of was. Like the first couple episodes, I think it was like the first 15 episodes I did. Let me see. Let me like do an official count. Oh my goodness, what are you doing, Spotify? You got me logged out. I don't know my password. It's crazy. I only have so many passwords I feel like using half the time. Let me see. I don't feel like counting how many episodes that is. I'm not going to hold you. So we're going to guess 17. So like the first 17 episodes, I was really just sitting there saying first shit that came up to my mind. And even then, the first thing that comes to my mind is rarely something that like is disgusting, you know? Like I'm not going to say any piss poor takes like, oh, blame the person that posted their location. That's fucking stupid. And the... I seen another, I saw a reply to the tweet, to the reason why they can't blame the shooter in the PNB Rock situation. They're like, oh yeah, because there's no face to it. And it's like, that has not stopped anybody from blaming or hating anything, you know? Like, people blame the government for their struggles. The government doesn't have a face to it. The government's a sheet of fucking paper, if we're being honest. The government started when they signed the um, Declaration of Independence, I think. <laughs> that's like that's when the shit started so like are we really gonna sit there and blame a sheet of paper for lack of jobs and shit like that no again this is one of the things you gotta look inwards and see where the blame can really be blocked blame can really be thrown at and it's rare that like proper blame is being thrown I'm gonna say that because of the speed, people say, post after you leave is so stupid. Because, let, let, let's be frank here, okay? We're talking about the top 1% of people, alright? Not even the top 1%, the top 0.01% of people we're talking about here that have to follow that rule, alright? Most of them either A, have security... Or B, don't go anywhere to the where, like, they have to post it or, like, be worrisome when they post it, you know? So, people saying shit like, oh, always post after you leave. Like, nigga, no one gives a flying fuck about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, legit, nobody gives a fuck about where you are at this exact moment. People only ask for people to post locations so they can visit at a later date and get the same eats they was eating. But y'all gatekeeping motherfuckers don't like doing that shit. Because for some odd reason, you think niggas can't eat the same food you eat. I don't know. I don't know. But I think social media, again, is what um blocks... You know, I don't like this chair. Like, I like this chair... Maybe I don't like gaming chairs because there's too much like head support. You know, I like putting my arm over the chair, relaxing type shit. But I remember having a conversation with my therapist and I know I refer to her a lot. 
but this is a good, she does her job well, you know. She helps me understand myself, and that's just the goal of all therapy, you know. Um, it was a, it was a Carl Jung book. I, let me pick, I think it was Man and His Symbols. If not, it was Modern Man in Search of His Soul. Like, I've only read like four of his books, so there's not too much to pull from in titles, but he was saying how, um, the journey between, the journey and relationship is more than just, between a therapist and the patient, is more than just, um, healing the patient. Because the therapist also has to go through the journey of discovery themselves. Because with, with each patient, with each patient, you're getting a different story and you have to like understand it a different way. And to understand each story differently and respectively, you have to expand yourself to each story in that same way, in that same department. And I personally do enjoy seeing the growth that me and my therapist relationship has had over the past like three, four years. It's amazing. It truly is. Like that, That's my dog. I think we're borderline at the handshake level. We might get a specialized handshake. I might ask her. But yeah. yeah that's nice. But oh, the conversation. <laughs> she was like a lot of people struggle just like that initial getting off of it, you know. Because a lot of people are aware that it's bad. People would come to her complaining, oh, I was on this app for eight hours. Which is crazy to me because if you have eight hours to kill and you're not doing anything productive in any of those eight hours, I think you should be in there. So they're already making the right call. But I think, like I was saying earlier in the episode, that's the main blockage people have, getting off it. And staying off it. Maybe I'll see how long I could do without YouTube. I've, actually, I know I've done like a week before. I could probably do months, honestly. And I mean like viewing YouTube videos. Even like the pointless stuff like um, dominoes. Granted, I'm leaving this dominoes tab up because as soon as this camera dies, which I, I feel like it will because I don't know if I'm going to get up to turn this off. I might because I'm a little sleepy. But... Even in this Domino's video, it's still, like, unproductive for me. Because, like, I didn't set up the Domino's, you know? So there's no legit action coming from me and my person. And the other thing with social media is it really... And just not even social media, technology in general. It really removes us from our seat of awareness in our bodies. And that's mainly why I've been trying to open up my chakras more and just get my control back because having a certain level of awareness is a goal you know like outside of like yeah i'm just mass success you know because ultimately i want my shit to be number one if i'm keeping in a band i do and not number one because it's um controversial or because i said something so stupid that people had to click on the episodes. I I generally just want to have a solid fan base and following, you know. Of people that understand that life is more than just the moments that we live. It's it's truly the moments that we live that capture a greater journey in it, you know. Like right now, I'm sitting here Recording. I have two sentences written for what I have to say. It says Ben Simmons and nobody will heal until they get off social media. And what I have to say about Ben Simmons is this. I completely understand why this nigga did not play for a year. Because as someone that has been hated in their work environment by, let's say, 10 people, I couldn't imagine a stadium full of people hating on you. And then from that stadium, you get the millions of people online hating on you. Honestly, I want to step out the house. So I've always been on the side of Ben Simmons and understanding where he comes from when it comes to not playing and just trying to get his shit together. And I just, I didn't like when he said, about, I, I understood about the whole mental health thing, I understood that. But I didn't like people's response to it. And that's why I think mental health is still kind of like 
seen as a game when it comes to what happens on social media, you know? Because people would jokingly just, oh, I have ADHD. <laughs> oh, I'm so depressed. <laughs> but it's like, you might be that, but it's not a joke, you know? Because the more you joke about it, not only does it materialize in the real world, but you deal with it in a joking ma manner instead of taking it seriously and trying to be better, you know? I can crack all the depression jokes I want, but if I'm being honest, I don't have any left in me. Because I understood the severity of what I was going through and how it affected my life and my day-to-day -day process. And I'm sure almost everybody that goes through it understands that as well. But that understanding is not truly a joking matter until you heal from it. Because it's like, you're punching yourself while you're down, if that makes sense. And that is the most unproductive thing you can ever fucking do. Bean, I'm so sorry. She's out there having a fit. Well, she's not having a fit. She's just getting comfortable. And I respect it. I'm about to get comfortable, too. Oh, fuck. That shit. Ah, fuck, why did that just hurt? Did I tell you all my deadlift PRs? I, I think I did. I think I did, but we're saying it again. I'm at 250. I weigh 155. I have a feeling I could do 300. But when I like when I do my PRs, I don't want them to be just like one rep. I like doing a solid three and three or four to just make sure that I'm still getting the form right when I do it. Because yeah, the initial pickup is always hard. But pick up, go down, up, down, up, down with your max. That 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 shit that feel good. But at the same time, I have the think I have the feeling that if I could do it multiple times, it's not truly my max. It's just where I feel like stopping and where I feel comfortable saying, Okay, this is my max with form, you know? Or with my truest and most sturdy form. But yeah, that's why I could dunk. Because I can Deadlift my body weight and half. I could dunk you guys. I might not be the tallest guy out there, but I could throw it down. I'm like, I'm like Spud Webb. All the, all the goats know Spud Webb. Ooh. But yeah. I think um, people just need to get off social media. Even if it's just for a day to see how life is, to see how the grass feels, to, to see how nature feels, you know. And I, I'm sure people out there, of course, aren't on it. This is mainly just for the people that screen time is cracking above four hours. Cause when, you, when you get to that five, six mark, it gets a little dangerous. You start trying to remember what you did for the day. Not even what the, for the day, what you did last week. Because that's the last time you felt connected to yourself. That's why bare minimum, I always give myself Sundays. Because Sundays is just such a good reset day. It's a good period of just nothingness, you know. Like, I understand why church is on Sunday. I don't go, but I understand. Get you prepared for Monday. And also, growing up, I didn't really dislike Mondays. I don't know. I don't know. I think my least favorite day was probably Wednesday because it was way too in the middle. It's like we're almost there. We're almost at Thursday, which is like... Thursday is Thursday is Friday to me. And Friday is just a Friday. But Thursdays go so fucking hard. It's, it's just something about that Thursday knowing tomorrow's Friday... And then you got Saturday and Sunday. See, Thursday is that anticipation day. The anticipation's built. You know, you're ready. You're ready to have some fun. But you just got one more day to go through. And that's why I post on Thursdays. To get y'all ready for the weekends. Because I'm looking out for you guys ultimately. Yo, I don't know what the fuck is... Well, I know what's happening. And the um, latest book I read... I think I said it last time. It was the Energy Code. They were talking about how... um. You got to eat at a certain time and stop eating at a certain time so your body could properly detox. 
So in, in the mornings now, I like strictly eat fruit. So I had an apple. I've never had an apple before. Not on no like unhealthy shit, but on some I was allergic shit. So the first time I had an apple, I was a little kid in the store with my father. I had a little piece of an apple. I, almost, I felt like I was about to die. I couldn't breathe. I was crying. My dad had to open a um, carton of juice early. He got me a little Capri Sun. That shit ain't help. I was still <sighs> hyperventilating like a motherfucker. Yeah, the apple almost took me out, and that that struck fear in my eyes. And then I had a then I had one the other yesterday to start. Had another one today, and I'm looking forward to my apple tomorrow. So I had an apple, two clementines, and a banana. That was my breakfast. And then midday, I get a nice little bowl of grapes and a sandwich, a little Sammy. And then, yeah, I just have whatever is made for dinner. It's simple. But it's really just me trying to get more fruits in. Try and um, balance out a little bit more. So I could feel my body detoxing. I could feel a lot more senses in my body. And it all started with me being able to wiggle my toes. And just getting the sensation in my toes. And I'm not going to say how that started. Because I promised myself I won't relive those moments anymore. Not because they're bad or anything. Just because I, um, I'm ready for my next phase in life. You know, It's one of the things where it's like. You feel like your time is done and you're just excited for what comes next. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. When I say I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow, I really don't. But I know I'm going to wake up and meditate and then get my ideas from that. See what my um inner being has to direct me to. Because, I mean, he hasn't steered me wrong, honestly. Or she. Because, um... I'm not saying in my end, I um, every person has the opposite gender as their shadow. So as a man, my shadow is a woman. And if you're a woman, your shadow is a man. And <laughs> the more or less you accept it, the more or less you are accepting of that other gender, if that makes sense. So like, if you're homophobic, for example... You probably don't accept the fact that, like, you might find certain men attractive on, like, a base attractiveness scale, you know? Like, but me, like, I don't even want to say no gay shit because, like, it's not gay. I'm able to point out and say, okay, that dude has the base attractiveness, you know? That dude fucks. I can say that. And I can confidently say that knowing I still want to fuck some pussy or I still want to be with a woman, you know? It's not anything wrong with being comfortable with both sides, your shadow and your consciousness. But I think, see, I keep saying I think like I don't know. But I only say I think because the title is Jaden Knows Nothing. And I don't want y'all to think that I know everything in the fucking world. Because I truly fucking don't. But the more or less you reject your inner shadow, the more or less... Like I said, you reject your outside projections of that shadow, you know? So it's like, for me, I'm fully accepting of whatever the fuck my shadow got to say or whatever it brings, you know? Because I know ultimately, I'm still conscious and I'm still the one in control, right? So I'm still going to be able to hear myself say some things or think some things and be like, whoa, pause that shit. No, you know what I'm saying? But the more you're on social media and the more you get your ideas from other people outside of yourself, the more the harder it is to decide what is truly your ideas and what is those of the person next to you or the person that you got from online, for example. And I think that is another thing that a lot of people struggle with, that differentiating hearing someone's voice in your head versus your own. Because I used to hear that. I used to hear a lot of people's voices in my head, you know. Telling me certain things that I would imagine that they would say to me in these certain moments. And to some extent, it would be comforting. But then when fear got in the way of it, it stopped me from doing the things that I truly enjoyed to do. Like, for example, this. You know, I used to, um, back to the 
Um, see, I don't, I don't, yeah, I'll say it, I'll say it. It's not like I didn't like my mother. I, of course, have an undying amount of love for my mother. It's just, I didn't understand that my ideas are my ideas and her ideas were her ideas. But she was putting her ideas onto me and I was taking them as my own. And I was hating myself because I thought these were my ideas. You know what I'm saying? But originally, it's fucking not. So, the more I make sense of my inner dialogue and where it comes from, the more I'm able to just appreciate myself. And that's ultimately just what I want for everyone that listens to this. Like I always say, even if it's one person or 100 million, I want everyone to truly just understand their inner dialogue and what's going down town. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of downtown, I remember... um. See, Black Ops 2 was crazy. Zombies was so fucking good. I still remember... We, this was like the weirdest mashup of characters I played zombies with. It was with my cousin and my friends. And my cousin's like 10, 12 years older than me. But we was just going hard on some zombies one time. And it was only one fucking time. But we was going hard. And that's um another thing I want to talk about video games. Not video games in and of itself. But... When I walk around my neighborhood, I don't get the same sense of life that I felt when I was a kid, you know, because there's not a lot of, I'm not going to say there's not a lot of joy outside, but there's not a lot of play outside anymore, you know, it's like the world truly did shift to a digital world, you know, I haven't been to a park in a minute, at least a public park where like a lot of people are, there's a little, there's a small little park in my neighborhood, not in my neighborhood, like probably like five minutes away from my crib where I go to chill out and just really center sometimes because no one's there, A. B, it's in nature. And C, again, no one's there to bother me. And like, sometimes I truly just don't like seeing people, you know? It's just like having people in my sight, just ugh. Like, why are you there? Not, not, not like, why are you alive type shit, but it's like, just step out of my vision, you know? Because if I see you, I got to think of you. But if I don't see you, you're not on my mind. Type shit. Well, that's not always true, but I, I try and have it to be the truth. I was talking about parks. I think. Yeah, I like going to parks, just chilling out, centering there. But even then, like, you don't... It's a playground, technically. And then there's a... I be seeing some kids hang out there, and I be feeling bad if I'm smoking in that area. I, I put it away. You know, I'm respectful. I'm like, okay, no smoking in front of kids. But yeah, there's, um... I didn't lose that personal sense of life in me, but I feel that sense of life gone around me, you know? Because I remember playing football with the kids in my neighborhood, playing basketball with them. And then the 360 came out. And then I went inside. Because um, I was able to talk to my friend from school. And it's it's still crazy we think about it. Me and Elgin, we always think about how um, we probably would have turned out different if we got a PlayStation. Because most of my, our other friends were on PlayStation. Like Brandon and Terrell, they play PlayStation. Me and Elgin play Xbox. And now that there's cross-platforms for a couple games, you know, we throw down. But we always think about that. Because it truly was just like me and him playing it. Sometimes we'd play with our other middle school friends. And them part games was getting wild, though. They didn't like us on the same team because there was a little too much chemistry going on there. Me and Elgin, you know what I'm saying? We was just hooping. We was running twos, bro. 2K, what was it, 16? And I'm not even a 2K16 type of guy. I prefer 2K11 if I'm being frank. 2K11 is still my favorite 2K. It, it was so personal, you know, you got there. And the way they upgraded VC, nobody talks about this, but it wasn't no stupid cap and shit. Like, there was no cap to what you did. You just picked your, picked your, um, attribute and you took it to 99 if you had the amount of VC. And he took that nigga on the court and he was working people in the league. But there was there was a trick to it. Not not a good trick, but there was the D League. Or the G League, if they called it at the time. I don't remember specifically. But 
I was in there for a good season. All my brothers were in there for a good season. And we were playing our asses off. We'd sit there with a 50-point nug, still not getting called up to the NBA. That's that's what I miss about 2K, the challenge. Now that there's cutscenes, it's just like the first year is literally just a walkthrough. But yeah, I again I haven't I haven't gotten two K yet. I'm single, I'm waiting for a girl to give me two K, so I might not be playing two K this year if we're being honest. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. That day will come though. Someone's gonna have to give me two K twenty three. We gonna wait, we gonna see. But yeah, that now that there's there's J Cole in it, and it's like I love J Cole. He's a great rapper. What's that nigga doing in two K though? You know, we hoop. He he don't pick up a ball in the game, if I'm not mistaken. We we don't play ones, you know. He just we go to a fucking record studio. Like, what does that have to do with the game of basketball? Am I taking the Miles Bridges route? I don't even want. I don't even want to bring him. I don't even want to bring a Miles Bridges up because he, he damn near he beat his girl crazy. I don't even want to bring that nigga up. Who another rapper? Shaq? No. 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 No way I just... Shaq did drop, though. Shaq did drop. Let me search up NBA rappers. See, like Dame? I like Dame. But is that nigga really my favorite NBA rapper? No. Marvin Bagley got a song. Amon Shumper got a song. I know Lonzo got a song. That John went kind of hard. I ain't gonna cap. Lonzo John went kind of hard. Lou Will got a song. I know that Lou Will drink got hard. Because Lou Will stay in the clubs. There's no way Lou Will can't rap. They call this nigga Lemon Pepper Lou for a reason. Lance Stevenson, I know he can rap. Aaron Gordon. I remember hearing this and thinking, damn, this isn't bad. But with Miles Bridges, see, they don't even mention Miles Bridges. LeBron, I don't think LeBron can rap, considering he can't rap along to a song. So, yeah. <laughs> Alright, I don't even want to... <laughs> But what happened a little bit on the eleventh when um <laughs> when um Anthony Edwards posted that video of him calling people queer and everyone's flipped out. <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny, but it's Anthony Edwards. And for some reason I just enjoy everything Anthony Edwards does because he just so himself unapologetically. It's amazing. My bad. Just responding. Nah, low key though, cause I was I was low key by bring a bowl of grapes down for this episode, but I didn't want to be I didn't want y'all to hear the crunch. You know, y'all know a good grape crunch. Them grapes big. They like, but they like this big. Mm. They nice. They got a good crunch to them. It's great, great. Well, what was I talking about? Miles Bridges, yeah. No, not even Miles Bridges. I don't, I don't remember who I was talking about rapping, but NBA rappers, they try. Miles Bridges got a nice little flow, though. I feel like Ja could rap. He be hanging around Moneybag a lot. There's no way that nigga can't rap. See, I don't care who Ja Morant's favorite rapper is. I want to hear him do a little 8-bar. See, I like the Grizzlies. No. Are Grizzlies going to be my next favorite team? If the Bulls keep folding, if the Bulls keep folding. Let me think. Let me think. Magic? No. I just like Powell. I like Powell Bencaro. There's something about his game that I just feel like he's going to be great in this league. 
Because the way I see him, I see him as like an offensive Draymond Green, but better in like every single fucking aspect, except for defense. But that's only for right now. Because he's 6'10", 250. I think Kyle Ben Carroll going to be a bucket. And Jabari Smith. I really like this year's draft class. I really do. Between Jabari, Powell, Chet, Jaden, even Keegan. Jaden Sharp, I like him. Jalen Durant's probably my favorite, though. I just feel like he's the most NBA-ready right now. Because that's a grown man right there. Hold up. Am I older than this nigga? God damn it. We're getting to this point. All right, guys. We're at the point where I'm older than a lot of, um, where I'm older than the rookie class coming in. That's not good. That's not good. Well, it's not bad, but it's it's something. All right? It's something. But give me like two seconds. I'm going to watch his summer league highlights. Yo, so I'm looking at this nigga highlights. And one of his highlights was him setting a screen. Y'all gonna have to stop the disrespect. Alright? Just, just, y'all gonna have to stop the disrespect. Who's a better corner? Ravens on the Ravens. Marlon Humphrey or Marcus Peters? I'm gonna keep it a band with you. I'm gonna keep it a band. I'm gonna go Marcus Peters. Two years ago, I would have said Marlon Humphrey. But he been getting cooked. He been getting cooked lately. Jamar Chase went off from two two bills on his head. I don't know. I don't know. Man coverage, of course, it's Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters is a man animal. But enough about that. How much battery we got? Okay. Almost done, so I'm going to wrap it up. Anyways, you guys, like I said, I want to mainly focus on awakening my chakras for right now. So, I don't know when I'm going to end up recording again. But this is enough for two weeks. So, we'll see how I'm at once this is out. And, yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Please, 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 after you watch this, get off fucking social media. Spotify doesn't count as social media. If you're watching this on YouTube, close YouTube after this. Turn your phone off. Step outside. Touch some grass. Rub your butt on the grass like dogs do. Just become a true mammal. And I know in the last episode I said we're not animals. In the sense of prey and predator. As we're all equal humans. But that don't mean humans as a species ain't animals. Let's get a little wild with it. Let's get connected with nature you guys. But yeah. Thank you guys for watching. I'm going to get up now. And I'm going to go to sleep. Because it has been a long day for me. I woke up a little earlier than I would liked, and I want to catch back on some Z's. There was this, I, listen, it was so wild. I remembered three of my dreams, three of them. I woke up, remembered it, went back to sleep, remembered both of them, went back to sleep again and remembered all three and wrote them down. I felt so good. I just, I like dreaming. I like doing dream analysis on myself. That's just me though. Hope you guys enjoy. Oh, fuck. I hope the audience see that. Uh, yes.